Hey, I have a I have a great idea for a catchy cold open this week. Well, why why start now with the good ones? But okay, what's your idea? Okay, so you and I do a full song from Hamilton, but we change all the words to drop in all of our catchphrases, so it makes it sound like Alexander Hamilton is a big talking to Todd fan. Don't we already have enough copyright issues with In Vogue? I I really don't think we want Lynn on our case either. Okay, well, no, I have, I have that all taken care of. It's it's a pretty simple plan. Okay, so step one, okay, we, we have to move to Texas, all right? Step two, talking to Todd Files as a church. And then step three, we're golden. Okay, that does not sound right. Like, No, 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 it, no, no. It, it's a foolproof plan. We just, wait, what, Kevin? Ah, oh, crap, somebody already beat us to it. Well, you know, I suppose failure is always an option. Do you you mean for us or for the church in Texas? Yes. Hi, toddlers. Welcome to Talking to Todd. Weekly podcast with Dwayne Johnson and Todd Prince, where failure is always an option. Thanks for joining us. Hey, Todd. Hey, how's it going? Pretty good. Pretty good. Should we just jump right into this? Um, yeah. Although I will say, by the way, real quick, just something I learned yeah. this week from the mm-hmm. cold open uh-huh. um, that I didn't realize uh, is as I, as I was reading the thing about the church in Texas and the Hamilton and everything, I read this this thing in a news story that said, "Oh, churches are exempt. Uh, uh, copyright law includes exemption for churches of performing copyrighted material in." Uh, in their services, they are just prohibited from broadcasting said services. So it turns out that actually they may not be in as much trouble. They might be in trouble. <laughs> like Anyway, turns out lots of exceptions to copyright laws. So I'm telling you, there was an episode two years ago that uh, uh, John Oliver did uh, where he he turned the he turned the show into a church. <laughs> Yes. And then the money rolled in tax free. And now I'm starting to think that wasn't a comedy show. That was a documentary. So I'm going to go back and take a look at that. Did you just, um, um, actually right in the middle of that. Did I, I think you did. Oh, <laughs> well, I, I didn't notice cause we got, we got, I got more of that later. So uh, anyway, Amy, we have feedback. We, a, a little bit. Amy and I were listening last week, I don't know, to the first maybe third of it. And I said, um, it's an hour either way. And she says, just like Father Hiller. And then I told the Father Hiller story. She says, I could write this show. Somebody should. <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> How about you? Uh, I got, I got some feedback today. Lisa was listening to it and, uh, uh, she got to the point where, speaking of which, when, when, uh, when I said, oh, I didn't know there'd be crackers. Um, and, and her feedback to me was this, a lot of your stuff doesn't hit, but when it does, it's funny. So (laughs) (laughs) thank, thank you. Question mark. Oh, I laughed live. 
I laughed on the edit and I laughed on the listen. <laughs> no, there'd be crackers. Oh, <laughs> uh, yep. That was three times funny is what that was. Um, speaking of people having snacks, Sherry went on Ragbri. Yes. Oh, yes. Excellent. And in one, <laughs> I'm using air quotes, she yeah. won Ragbri, I guess. So, so does that mean that she ate the most pie? What, like, is that, or, yeah. Well, I think between pie and cinnamon rolls, that mm. there's always a contest, right? Yeah. yeah. Hmm. So, so if you run a biathlon, you have to win both pie and cinnamon rolls. <laughs> and to win the Ragbri triathlon, it is pie, cinnamon rolls, and beer. And- a, a rag biathlon? Is that what? Oh, no. That's, that's no good. That's my one. I got it out of the way early. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, yes, that's good. Smooth sailing from there. I didn't. Okay. So here was the other piece of feedback from Amy. Yep. Did you write that cold open? No, I didn't write it. Todd wrote it. So my joke doesn't count. I don't care who wrote it. You said it. You're done. Uh, yeah. It sounds like that one's going to the rules subcommittee. I'll see if there's if it's on if there's room on the next agenda and if we have a quorum or not. Okay. I'm I'm sure there will be room on the agenda for that. How about how about um actuallys? Do you have any um actually? Yeah, yeah. Last week. We talked about the uh, the pop tart, and I made a comment about well, I know about microwave and pop tarts. Um, I literally got from Lisa. Um, actually, it was a toaster strudel, not a pop tart. Hi, Lindsay. So, at the time, I kind of knew that in the back of my it didn't sound quite right, but you know we're we're not going to let the facts get in the way of good joke here. So, um, but now we're corrected. <laughs> And I think, I think I actually knew it was a toaster strudel. I don't know why I knew that, but now that you say that, I'm like, yeah, I think I knew that. Okay. Uh, I, I think that pretty much wraps it up. Wow. That was quick. Well, here's, here's the, oh, turns out, yes. I think we found the trick, um, especially in the weeks that we record early, such as this week, um, there's not as much feedback because we haven't given everybody enough time to let the episode breathe and work work its way through the through the internets and the series of tubes to get to everybody. I think uh, that must be it. I'll I'll just assume that's it. I, it's as good an explanation as any. Should we uh, should we move to America's favorite game? I think we should. I think it's time, everyone, for Dwayne. Guess a number. That's right. That sound means it's time for America's favorite game. Dwayne, guess a number. Todd, hit me. All right. <clears throat> We're changing up a little. We're going to change it up a little this week. All right. So. Yeah, I'm, you mean I'm going to get it right? <laughs> <laughs> we're going we're gonna to find out. All right. Um, this is actually, there's going to be a, again, I'm trying to give you options here. So I'm going to give you a series. I've got, I've got, oh, I've got two numbers. Give you a shot at. So. I read an article today that actually said that um, most of the electric vehicles in the United States are sold 
in just 10 states. Now, this is just getting you warmed up. This because this isn't a number. This is just you guessing. But I'm I'm gonna I'm just this here comes here comes I'm gonna lob one in. So just again, this isn't for scoring. And again, please, I beg you, no wagering. Dwayne, do you know which state accounts for the most electric vehicles sold in the United States or on the road? I mean, it's sold and on the road. It's the same basic thing. Can I phone a friend? Can I phone Ward? No. That's not, that's wrong game. Wrong, wrong game. game. Wrong game. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm going to guess California. You are correct. Okay. There you go. You got okay. it. All right. No, no bell because that wasn't a number, but okay. Now you're moving oh. up. All right. So now here is the question. What percentage of electric vehicles in the United States are in California? Looking for a percentage. Let's say 40%. Uh, you know what? Okay, we're not. Are, hey, Kevin, did we, are prices right rules in effect? No? Okay, Kevin says they're not. I'm going to give it to you. It's 38%. Hey. Okay. Now I told you that story to get to this number. Okay. Okay. It's Ron. So far I'm I am two questions and two correct answers. Now this is the part though that stunned me. So 38% of all the electric vehicles in the United States are in California. What percentage of cars in California are electric vehicles? Five, five percent. It's a full Eli. <laughs> well, that's, I think that's definitely, uh, outside. What's, what's the uh, outside well, you, the, the, you, you the, missed it by 250%. So yes, I no bell. Yeah, you're, no, you're bell that. That. no, 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 no. But it's, that's a Nobel prize is what that. Oh no. my. Oh, 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 flag. Okay, that's yours for next week. All right, you've used <laughs> yours for next week. I didn't you know use mine last. I didn't use mine last week. That's a I yellow card. That's, that's a yellow card warning. You get you one more, and you're out of here, buddy. You're out. Am I, am I gonna am I gonna get another yellow card for 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 demonstration against the official? <laughs> oh, here's here's why I just think that that number is. I mean, th- this is the only reason why I thought this was interesting, right? Because it's like, oh yeah, thirty eight percent of all electric vehicles in the United States. 38%, that's a huge number, are in California. Wow, California, just there must be electric vehicles everywhere. Like you don't realize how big California is population-wise when f- almost 40% of all electric vehicles accounts for 2% of all the cars in California. Oh my goodness, that's a wow. lot of people. Anyway, I that doesn't seem like that math should work. But I read it on the internet, so I'm taking it as true. Anyway, pretty good. You did. You went. You went. You went one for two. So thanks, I, Eli. I, yeah, I think it was. I think it's a pretty good. Uh, it's a pretty good week for Dwayne. Guess a number. Oh, fantastic! Um, should we move? Are there more car things in idiots? There are, but let's break them up. Why don't you? Why don't you go with your with your idiot? Um, speaking of, uh, I'm just making a guess. Speaking of, uh, I read it on the internet, so it must be true. So what's your? What? And here's the thing: I'm not sure what your story is, but I look at that and go, ah, "There's no way that that can't be." Yeah. All right, go ahead. So, 
Uh, this is a work-related story. Oh, okay. I am at a convention this week running a trade show. We bought not the largest trade show footprint, but the the second, we we're tied for second largest trade show in this exhibit hall. Mm, we spent okay. We spent a good amount of money and invested a good amount of money in bringing people here and giving away things and uh, a hiring effort and a couple of receptions We're we're pretty invested in this conference and it's been going, it's been going really, really well. I walked out of the ballroom today and down the hallway outside the ballroom. And as I'm going by the general session, there are these, you know, little cafe tables and chairs along the, along the hallway. Yeah. You know, places, you, places to network and whatever. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So one company had basically squatted on two of these tables, had shown up with plastic picture frames with their logo in one of the pictures and a QR code in the other and were um, networking. Mm, mm-hmm. And had set up their own little booth in the hallway. <laughs> this is a major internet company. And I can tell you that Google had a very nice sized booth. And uh, Amazon had a very nice sized booth in the show. So of the major, major, major internet companies in this country, does that narrow it down for you? I mean, I can't believe that Radio Shack was out in the hallway like that. <laughs> if you you've got you've got this massive blue logo with an F on it, and that's the rating that I give them for their investment in this conference. And as a representative of a company who invested heavily to see a company that can certainly afford to spend money to hire people. And one might argue should spend money to hire people, particularly at the highest levels or at the fact-checking levels, um, to see them just camping in the hallway. And we call it carpet bagging. Okay. Or suitcasing. Because you just show up with your suitcase and wander around the exhibit hall and don't actually buy a booth called suitcasing. It's really frustrating to see something like that happen. So that's my nomination for idiot of the week is that a company that should be doing more. All right. I'm just, not that I'm going to, I'm, I'm not going to argue with you. Okay. But, but let me, but, but yes. And let me, let me, let me broaden this into a more general thing. What you're saying is essentially, <clears throat> Everybody in the exhibit hall who's paid money to be there is generating the interest, drawing the people in. One could even argue generating all of the content that people coming into the place want to see. And another company is sitting at the doorway and not 
spending any money on generating the content. They just they just want access to all of the people, and you're pissed that they're not paying their fair share to generate the content. Dude, that's their business model. <laughs> you're right. You, uh, what was I thinking? That is totally on brand. <laughs> I mean, digital or in person? Facebook going to Facebook, dude. <laughs> oh, yep. Okay. Well, that sealed it. Yep. <laughs> By the way, I'm just going to say, I'm not even going to jump into this. When I saw this, I assumed that your idiot of the week was about the same company who released an AI bot who doesn't believe that the current president of the United States is the president of the United States. What? Oh, you missed that? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Did we cover that in the other podcast? Um, well, I surprised you, so we might have to have a special issue. Anyway, yeah. Um, anyway, yeah. Apparently... Apparently the same company. So it's the same idiot. So this isn't two idiots. It's the same idiot. Can I get a ruling? Anyway. Um, yeah. Yeah. People were asking. And um, apparently their AI bot is, 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 is both perpetuating the big lie and is fairly anti-Semitic. But other than that, everything's normal. So that's cool. nothing to see here. Nope. Move, Move along. along. Move along. But not too quickly before. Hey, can we talk to you? <laughs> Before you go into the hall, can we talk to you about all the great things you can get by partnering with us? Hey, real quick, before you go in there and talk with everybody, um, does your company have an AI bot? Um, is it anti-Semitic? Would you like it to be? Because we can hook you up. <laughs> Would you like it to be? <laughs> okay. All right. So I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go a little different direction and get us out of that. Oh, um, thank God. Yeah, this does also have to do with some cars. And so every week, so every week, here's what happens. Every week, as I'm reading stuff, I just find things that I think might be interesting. And, and then I put them in a, in a file and then I get them ready for show notes. And one of the things that I keep putting in and I've never brought to the show is ridiculous stories about NFTs. Right. So I don't, I don't, we, I don't know. We talked about it really briefly or something. I mean, mm -hmm. crypto's having a meltdown and there are, there are weekly stories about these crypto banks and crypto currencies. Like people, theft is rampant. Hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars are being stolen every week. And the NFT thing is weird. And there's the, the whole, was it board yacht, uh, board yacht, board ape yacht club. That's a whole thing. Anyway. This week, however, I found this story that said, and this was almost Dwayne guess a number. And then I thought, no, nah, I, can't, I, can't, I can't do this to you. So NFTs, right, are basically, a lot of them are just single like JPEG images or maybe little movie clips that you buy the ownership of through the blockchain. Although anybody else can look at them, but you own the clip. And the NFL and the NBA and all sorts of people are getting into them. There's a whole subculture that people are paying more for NFTs of cars than the cars themselves. Yes. For instance, in September, last September, a 3D... So this is just a... J, it's basically just a JPEG. I mean, it might have been something else. But just think of a JPEG. It was a 3D rendering of a Nissan GTR sports car. The actual car 
costs $200,000. I know this isn't Dwayne Guess a number, but do you want to take a shot at what the 3D rendering of the car? You know what? Here, I'm I'm going to send this to you. 275? Hold on. Let me let me send this to you here if I can. There we go. That's to be clear, 275,000, not All right. So here's the picture of the car. How much do you think that NFT for the right to own this image for a $200,000 car? You said $275,000. Now that you've seen the image. Now now I see that there's bubbles. Yes. Lots of bubbles. Um, $385,000? You were very close. You were only off. You only missed it by just under $2 million. The auction went for $2.3 million to own the NFT of that image. Um, Why? Let's see. Now it's, I mean, that's some of the most egregious ones. There was a Lamborghini Huracan. Huracan will cost about $200,000. Um, a person sold a video of one bursting into pieces for $250,000. If you are a fan of Back to the Future, you can get a DeLorean. You can find DeLoreans for about $50,000 or... Mm-hmm. Chad, you remember remember Chad Borman? Yeah. Chad Borman owns a DeLorean. Hmm. Well, if he had more money... He could have gotten this NFT. That went for $183,000 for a picture. And of the ones, uh, by the way, F1, F1 is all in on this. Uh, uh, You can get, uh, let's see, a Bahrain Bahrain edition 2020 of a car for 65,000 pounds, a drawing of the 2020 Spa Francorchamps circuit for 75,000 pounds. And you can own the NFT of a picture of the Mercedes AM. Oh, oh, Amy doesn't listen to this. So we'll be fine. If you want to get her, if you want to get her a great Christmas present, um, Mercedes has is all in on NFTs. There is a picture of the Mercedes AMG Formula One W13 2022 car. Okay. You can own that NFT for 1.2 million pounds. Her birthday is in just 10 days. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Surprise. There you go. Yeah. Sorry, we're not putting the porch on anymore. I got you an NFT. Well, well, because we don't own the house anymore because I got an <laughs> NFT. I, I put, I emptied, I emptied out the retirement fund, and uh, and, and then and, some, and, and then some. And uh, the good news is, though, we own a picture. <laughs> so anyway, originally when I read this, I was like, the idiots are the people that are producing these NFTs and trying to sell them no. for hundreds of thousands, if not millions, of dollars. And then I see that people are buying them, which now makes me think that the people who are buying them are the idiots. We should start offering our show art 
as NFTs, the original, and then the ones that I redo, like the pop chart one from last week. Oh yeah. Yeah. The problem is if we ever wanted to redo that, re- reuse them, then we'd have to go and we have to buy them back. <laughs> okay. So don't sell the original. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Um, wow. Yeah. I, I am thinking we're missing out on something here. We're not by not buying M- NFTs, but, uh, Oh, Oh, we need. Okay. All right. If 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 anybody goes to Neighborville and takes pictures of our drains, can we turn? Oh. We need to turn that into NFTs. Whole oh, success. <laughs> oh, so uh, so you're on the road this week. How's travel going? Well, I went for a walk tonight, and I took a picture. Where did that go? Who did I send that to? <laughs> No, I sent it to you. Oh, okay. Oh, it's just, just slow because I'm on the hotel oh, Wi-Fi. Yeah. There we go. There it is. All right. Uh, it says, please use caution when walking through this area. Snakes and alligators are present. No waiting or swimming permitted. Good. Goodbye me. <laughs> no, no need to test their theory. So, look, if it's me, that sign's a little wordy. Either you need to say, so you need to say, please use caution when walking through this area. And then you either need snakes and alligators are present, or you need no waiting or swimming permitted. You don't need both. Because if I've given you the information that alligators are present and you read (laughs) that and you go, but I still want to go swimming. Look, that's on you. That's, I mean... (laughs) Because we can only do so much. Because let me ask you this. What person would actually read this sign and say snakes and alligators are present? Well, I'm going to go in and go swimming. And then, oh, wait, swimming's not permitted. I guess I better listen to the sign. Right? Or, you, look, or you say waiting and swimming is not permitted and you follow the rules. And if you ignore the rules, you're probably going to find out why it's not permitted. And in many ways... I mean, in some ways, it's not the hotel that's not permitting the swimming. It's the snakes and the alligators. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I'm walking along. I see the sign. Clearly a permanent sign. Yes. Very nice. Printed up, kind of yep. etched. Yeah. Yep. And I read it and I chuckle a little bit and I walk on. Not 20 paces further is the identical sign again. I'm like, okay, at that point now I got to take a picture. <laughs> Apparently, one sign is not sufficient. We need them about every 20 paces or so. I don't know if it's the alligators or the snakes that are migrating, but either way, you know, just to be safe, <laughs> lots of signs. And the weird thing is you're in Fargo this week, so that's weird. <laughs> oh. by, by the way, I I seen the background there. I'm like, oh, see... When we when we do the podcast, when when either one of us does it on the road, you are in a nice luxury hotel. I'm sure nice carpet, really nice towels, really expensive but crappy internet. You've got all the bells and whistles, and that's where you record on the road. And I sit in a car with no heat at midnight. I think I'm doing this wrong. <laughs> Actually, I'm positive I'm doing this wrong. 
Sorry, I just had to get get up to go to go get my robe that comes with the. It was a little chilly. I had to go get my robe there. Mm. Okay. Yes. But yes. yes. Talk to me about how terrible my hotel is. Yeah. Um, by the way, by the way, if you see that sign near a bathtub, just leave. Just, <laughs> just leave. Bathroom has both a bathtub and a shower in it. One for the gators, one for the snakes. <laughs> um, and then uh, on the travel down here. Yeah. I'm on the plane. People are boarding. The flight attendant makes an announcement. If the bin is closed, that's an indication that the bin is already full. Please move on to the next one. And my first thought was, huh, Lisa must be coaching the Delta agents. <laughs> Speaking of overhead bin stuff, Lisa, Lisa's traveling this week. Uh, uh-huh. She took a, took a flight out of here. Um, they keep changing the equipment. Sometimes it's a, it's a small CRJ 200. Sometimes it's a seven. Sometimes it's an Abrera 175. I, they're just, it's like a, they spin it and just see what happens. Um, she was on a, on a CRJ 700, I think leaving Monday, but it, 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 it wasn't in the, one of the regional airlines that serves all of them. If they need a spare plane, like they have planes that are Delta, they have planes that are United and they have planes that are American, but they also have some that are in their own livery. So that if they need to swap a plane in, right, if, if you need a, if you need a, to replace a plane for a Delta flight, you don't, they own, you know, if, if United cancels a flight, they don't have to use a Delta plane on a United flight, even though that's all theirs. They just have one with their name on it. So that's what she was on, but it's not, so it's not up to, I know it's not up to any airline standards. It's just kind of like the, it's like lowest common denominator plane. It basically like, it could be just generic plane with the word plane written on the side of it. Right. <laughs> Lisa was sitting there and another person got on and they were in the bulkhead. So they had to put their stuff up above. And Lisa said, these are not the normal, even for a CRJ in the bigger CRJ, they have a little bit bigger bins. These are the, like, these are like the small bins. The woman Lisa's, Lisa's sitting there and she's telling me and she looks and I'm like that bag is not going to fit in that bin. Like you just look at it and it's not. And apparently the woman was trying to force this in and the flight attendant was like, ma'am, ma'am, I don't think it's going to fit. And the woman says, oh, it, it usually fits. Yeah, but these aren't the same. No, it usually fits. I can make this like, no, it normally fit. like, yeah, but what you're seeing is like now today, right? So then when they offered to gate check it they basically said we're gonna have to gate check it is there anything in there that you know shouldn't be you know in the and i guess the woman said oh yes and listed off batteries laptop medication whatever blah 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 so she then uns she then on the floor of it opened up the suitcase and then started unpacking everything <laughs> to take everything out please lisa was not impressed at, at that point doesn't the flight attendant just say Give it to me and I'll put it in the little coat closet thing for first class. Maybe. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Anyway, travel stories. You watch anything good this week? Um, so it looks like according to the rundown, we've been watching the same thing. Uh, uh, I'm going to just steal your lines. Nothing new. So we finished um, We finished season one of Only Murders in the Building. As I think I said, we watched We watched E1, S2E. I think we got through episode one of season two. Um, and then, and then Lisa had to, as traveling. So we, we started the new one. Um, 
And I don't know if we'd finished last week, if we'd finished the bear or if we wrapped that up. So the bear wrap that up. And uh, we're also watching every Friday night watching uh, for all mankind. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, that's a good show. I got bless, bless Lisa's heart. Uh, look, I, I try to be quiet about all the stuff in for all mankind and the space stuff. And just like, uh, that's not the way that would go. And I, and I just try to be real quiet about all of that. Right. Just enjoy it. And when it comes to most of it, I'm pretty quiet. And if Lisa wants to know, occasionally she will basically, you know, because it's a diverging reality, she'll she'll just be like, is that a, was that a real thing? Yes. Try to leave it at that. Yes. Um, no, that's just for the show. Um, there was uh there wasn't there was a plot device an episode or two ago that I finally was just like that violates all the safety protocols. Nobody would do that. Even in an alternate timeline, you wouldn't do that. You would, here's what you would. And she's like, you need to stop. <laughs> just enjoy the show. We're in season three and I'm just, I'm trying, but come on, be better. Anyway, enjoying the show though. It's a good show. How about you? What are you guys, what are you guys watching? Nothing, nothing new. Watching all, only murders, watching the bear. Yeah, Amy's watching Blood and Treasure. It's on in my house. Hmm. Okay. Out of the foggiest right. idea. Uh, did you learn anything or do you want me to go first? Um, I'll, I'll go real quick. Um, so last week I talked about that uh, we were having solar installed in the house. And, and so that was all completed last week. And they were like, hey, it's all good. We're going to turn the system on. And Lisa and I went out there and then. And we're like waiting for like a big ribbon cutting ceremony. And then everybody just kind of packed up their tools and left and talked to them. And so apparently I wasn't aware. It turns out I wasn't aware of a lot of this. I must be slipping here. Um, so all the stuff's on our roof and we have, we have eight different boxes now attached to our wall, both outside and inside the garage. And multiple people have said, Hey, how's the solar going? And I'm like, I don't know. It's turned off. What do you mean it's turned off? Well, Apparently, once you run a whole lot of electricity through all these boxes and across the roof and everything, apparently you have to have the city come in and inspect the work. Oh, yeah. Um, wasn't aware of that. Again, when somebody said that, I was like, oh, yeah, well, guess that makes sense. And then I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Once the inspection is done. Oh, then can we turn it on? What? Oh, no, 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 no. Then the utility needs to come and they need to put in there because we're now going to have another meter because we've got a meter to how much power we're feeding out oh okay so once the utility comes then we're going to turn this thing on well no then your salesperson is going to come out and have to show you how to use the app to control the system once he comes out then can we turn it on yeah so um i you know what when you do just give me a checklist just give me a check like i don't when, when, when do i get to turn the toy on when do i get to nope how about now nope how about now nope well when are we going to do this i don't know government oh so Sometime between tomorrow and eventually, <laughs> we make it to turn this on. But there's a big red handle that you could just grab and push into position, right? There, there is theoretically. So there, there is there is there is a master on-off switch with a big lever outside our house, and then there is also another turn dial to does turns something. off something else. The problem becomes what i'm not clear on is if i turn the whole system on where does all of that electricity go and i'm not clear 
And I think that's something that I need to be, I either need somebody to say it's okay to turn it on, or I need to be really clear where all of that electricity unpowering is going. (laughs) Because it's not like, I mean, in some ways it's like water. Once you turn that on, the electrons start flowing, right? Like electricity starts flowing. I don't think, however, it's like water in that if there's no place else for it to go, it just starts spilling out on the driveway. I I think there could be issues. So um, I have a number of stickers on multiple boxes now around my house that warn everybody about how dangerous this system is. So so I'm not just going to go start. I don't know. What's the worst that could happen? Click. Oh, well, yep, that was bad. This coming from the guy who once again from last week decided to put solar on the roof and they didn't realize that they were going to have to go on the roof for so long to put the solar on. So I don't think that, I don't think that I'm the person that should be making that call. Do the stickers have snakes and alligators on them? (laughs) Because that might work. Just going to throw that out there. (laughs) How about you? What did you, uh, what'd you learn this week? So on Wednesday, Lucas got his car back from Iowa city. And I got my car back from Iowa City. And all was right with the world. Whole success. Not so fast. Because remember, we don't do that around here. All was right with the world until Sunday night when he and his girlfriend Hannah were driving back from Chicago. And the check engine light starts flashing. Not just comes on. Flashing check engine light. And... Pushing down on the gas just does not seem to make the car go any faster. Not a good sign. So, wisely, outside of Bloomington, pulls the car over, calls us. I'm on an airplane, as we have established earlier in the show. Sunday night, I'm on an airplane. Seething with seething with rage around all of your pass around your fellow passengers. I was I was a beacon of tranquility. I don't know what, what you're talking about. Um, I've never seen a text message to me, get an explicit tag before (laughs) (laughs) called the tow truck, tow truck, towed the Hyundai to Bloomington Hyundai, O'Brien Hyundai of Bloomington normal who, well, maybe not as we speak, but as we speak are dropping a new engine into the Hyundai. Okay. Listen. If they're dropping a new engine into it, I wouldn't pay for that. They should place it gently and then bolt it in. If they drop it, that's on them. <laughs> All of, and the new engine is covered under warranty. What did I learn this week? The Hyundai powertrain warranty is fantastic. They hooked it up to the computer and I, and and they told Lucas this and Lucas tells us this. And we both said, really? That's not right. But Hey, you know, um, he's like, I mean, that's what they said. You can call him if you want to. So I called over there and talked to Joe. Joe was really nice. He's like, yep, we hooked it up to the computer and the stuff that failed is absolutely covered under warranty because on that model, you've got extension, even though it wasn't new to you, we extended the powertrain warranty on that model on this particular problem. So you get a new engine. Hot damn. And what's more, I had this discussion with him on Monday afternoon. He said, that is a very common engine. This is a very common problem. 
the engine will be here tomorrow morning. We might even be done installing that tomorrow afternoon. <laughs> wow. Apparently this happens a lot with 2014 Sonatas. Yeah. Hey. So much that they're prefer- prepared for it. Yeah. So uh, good news. Uh, this thing happens all the time. We know about it. Uh, it's covered and we're really good at replacing them. Uh, by the way, would you like to buy another one? Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pass. The music is Happy Boy by Kevin McLeod. You can subscribe to Talking to Todd wherever you get your pods. Just search Talking in the number two. No G, no space. We have a page on Facebook. You can tweet us on Facebook. You can check out our award-winning merch on Zazzle. You can leave us a voicemail at 515-ALSO-CPA. You can stop by and see us at the Tuba City Home Office. Please don't do that. And you can stop by and see our Naperville drains. We are so proud of them. Thanks to our listeners and our sponsors, Toddler 3187, the Taylor Farms Family Foundation, even though we didn't do their segment this week, and dj to go Cedar Valley, your five-star dealer. Sorry, your five-star DJ in the Cedar Valley. Dan screws it up. I screw it up. Whatever. If they're unhappy, we'll we'll give them a full refund of this week's sponsorship. <laughs> and as always, you can send us your feedback to feedback at talkingtotodd.com, even though no one does that. Todd? You know, I'm thinking about you're getting a new engine in the car. I mean, if it's not covered by warranty... That to me is pricey. I mean, I don't know what that is. A couple thousand, two, three thousand. I, I don't know. What I think that they should have done is when they hook the computer up, plug it all in. They should have had. They should have Lucas come in there, and then have him hit the scan button. And then what would have been really cute is if, like, on the screen, basically wheels start spinning and it like cherry, cherry. Cherry, cherry. <laughs> Congratulations. You hit the jackpot. You get a new engine, right? Or, yeah, engine, 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 fan belt. Oh, busted. $3,000. That would that would make car repairs so much more fun. Okay, Todd, guess a number. Hands up, no Googling. 2014 Sonata engine, 2.4 liter, used. How much? Just for the engine? Just for the engine, not for the labor. I'll say $1,250. You did not go over. No. Okay. Uh, I've got one on eBay. Always a... (laughs) That's legit. Always a safe place to buy a used Hyundai Motor, (laughs) $1,823 plus shipping. Um, (laughs) Automotix, which sounds a little more legit than eBay, $2,552 or... From Carpart Planet, forty-eight fifty. So a little more. Although I gotta, I gotta be honest, Automotive sounds more like a um, like an acapella group than a place that sells used engines. <laughs> oh, so much, so much to do. We didn't even have anything we needed to clean up last week. No, that's not true. We didn't have any follow up. Yes, we had um actuallys. Yes, we'll be back next week with more um actuallys because we always are. We're here. We're talking to Todd. Talking to Todd.
I can't believe we did we did that much car stuff in a single episode. <laughs> what happened? Well, Lisa said no sports. <laughs> it's like it's like wishing on a monkey's paw. Hey, is there something that these guys I mean these guys barely know stuff about sports, but you know what I'd really like to do is have them go for 45 minutes on something they don't know anything about. How about cars? <laughs>